0: is a magical operation of maximum importance the initiation of a new aeon when it becomes necessary to utter a word the whole planet must be bathed in blood ah yes welcome to dead house whispers <laughs> Greetings everyone. Uh, welcome back to Dead House Whispers. I am your host Calypso and joined by me as always is Faceless Mike. Yo. Happy St. Patrick's Day everyone.
1: Happy La Ala Patrick, my friends. And yes, we are actually doing this live. So if you're listening to this later on, we actually recorded this on St. Patty's Day evening because we's good boys. Yes.
0: <laughs> so uh, yes, yeah, so welcome to Dead House Whispers. Dead House Whispers is a Dead House not a fan podcast. Where we talk about all things dead house sonata related be that uh the community the uh gameplay in general uh, and just just dead house sonata um so yeah and today's topic is actually dealing with our community in general <laughs> so yeah
1: so it's uh, a case of uh what what is a house a house is a community a house is a family so what does it mean for an online community? What does it mean to be part of an online community that focuses on a game? This is interesting because, I don't want to age myself here, but I'm sure you can all guess. Back in the day, the best form of community you would have had would be going to the video store or the game rental place or the video game shop and talking to your few fellow nerds within your community. Now, we are all connected online all the time. And that has great ramifications and horrible tragic ramifications for video games and their communities so like Clipso, give me an example of some of the stuff maybe you've experienced like from your perspective on being a member of certain communities in gaming and what that has meant and changed over the years
0: okay so with when it comes to uh you're right about community it's it's a bit, kind of a complicated thing because at one point you're always connected and that can be a positive and a giant negative um not to you know to call anybody out or, or name any real names but like for example if a really popular game comes out like doom 2016 for example um that the community for that is at one point incredibly positive and then there of course the incredibly toxic part of that community but that all sort of you can always take that in stride with uh, how you react and everything, and that's kind of the the glory and the downfall of communities in general, online communities, is that um, like pong, yeah, <laughs> like pong, um, is that uh, because of that constant interaction and the sort of always online endeavor of it, uh, you're gonna get you know things from both ends of the spectrum of uh, opinions, and some of them can all, can be positive and some of them can be negative and uh but generally um i always found that communities are always a welcoming thing um a lot of them you know are, are nice to join and will uh help you get acquainted to the community if you're new and uh help you you know give you some tips and tricks for video games and everything depending on what community
1: you're a part yeah, of and yeah, you yeah get, get good <laughs> yeah
0: get good get good i know uh i know the souls community and the, the dark souls community is Having a a fun time with Elden Ring coming out.
1: Bizarrely, on that topic of Elden Ring, um, now, invasions are invasions. Like, you know, you're PvPing people, you're jumping into the world to kind of be a bit of a thorn at their side, which it's part of the mechanics. Like, it's not like you're griefing in any fashion. But there's been so much friendly discourse over it with people co-oping. Like, I've seen communities popping up online of people that want to just adventure together. Yeah, that's
0: really cool. I haven't played Elden Ring, but I've seen all the memes for it and uh something I do like about um the Souls games, I I think this might have been able you might have been able to do this in the Souls games is you leave little messages behind um and like little kind of little tips and tricks for uh, Elden Ring or Dark Souls, I guess. Um, uh, for example, like oh, dog ahead or boss ahead or uh, you know, just like the
1: new one, some, is, some meany uh, stuff. new one is fort comma night. <laughs> hey, Reb. uh, adventuring together in Elden Ring. What wholesome blasphemy is this? Yes. Not everyone is evil. Well, evil, evil, nice, but evil. Yeah. That's a throw in there from Murk. He'll get it. If he sees this, okay, um, the messages
0: have always been a thing. Okay. Good to know. So yeah, yeah that's, I think my favorite little, little <laughs> aspect of, uh, of the souls games even though i'm not really a fan of them yeah
1: jump for treasure praise the sun um story time so when we're talking about communities i'll give you a little story so uh i would be what you would call an old geezer uh wow veteran that's world of warcraft for anyone that doesn't know um (laughs) i lost approximately a decade that game it's 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 at least a good decade i lost to that like i was there for about halfway through vanilla the the original launch so that it was um i got into it even though i had no idea at the time because i played other online games and all but um it was just at the bit where they just announced that burning crusade was going to be a thing Though that was about the time i got into it i'm like oh what's this thing they've announced this thing but <clears throat> I want to see what the real game's like. I didn't even know that when the expansion was going to be coming up. Jumped into it, was having fun playing the game. Everyone was really nice when I started it, right? I mean, everyone in the game was actually friendly. Now this is before group finder, looking for group, dungeon finder, all of these weird quality of life things. So when you wanted to do a dungeon, you had two options. It was either people shouting in the main city areas, or you went, and I'll never forget, because the first ones I picked, I rolled an undead class, uh, of course. <laughs> That's the other one. What is it? Uh, what, do, what, do ro- what do rogues and noobs have in common? What? They both pick locks. Mm. I picked an undead warlock because I was a new. And you'd go and stand outside the dungeon and Mm -hmm. wait and hope someone else would come outside the dungeon. And, you know, you'd get a group together. And it kind of built this weird camaraderie. And over that, I ended up finding like two or three people. We got friends. We started a guild. We got more people. And over a period of time, there was a period there for about three, four years where I was running a guild of about 35, 40 people. That's awesome. And we like, crap, I used to log in every day, even if I wasn't playing, if I was only logging in for half an hour, just to chat to the guys in guild chat and stuff. You know, you'd ask how they were going and all, because this is before the days. Like I remember, we all got together and put on a Ventrilo server for anyone that's old enough to remember that event server. You old enough for that, Calypso?
0: No, I uh, I played I <laughs> played WoW, server.
1: and then Teamspeak WoW. later on. Oh yeah,
0: Teamspeak. <laughs> no, I got into WoW with um with Lich King with Wrath of Rat the Lich King, like, oh, finally they're doing Arthas yeah I was like finally Arthas
1: my favorite um, expansion but it totally broke the game afterwards and yeah. just to summarize like yeah we had some great fun and like I can't tell you how many times we downed X bosses or whatever like that but I remember the fun nights of just like face melting through dungeons having a laugh with my friends and that was mm-hmm. the most important. Part. I think that's what contributed to it being like such an easy decade to go through a video game because it was hanging out with my friends, doing fun things. Yeah. That's the key. You can't, I don't think you can force that. I don't think a company could actually build that. That has to happen naturally, but yeah, you have to give to the, the players game. the tools for it to happen. And I naturally. think,
0: I think uh, that's the best. That's the best kind of part about online play is that, uh, since the beginning of online play, um, it's it sort of just happens naturally because we as like human beings um, gravitate towards other human beings and other players and everything like that. Sure, you can like solo this and solo that, but you're always gonna at the end of the day meet up with people. Um, yeah, yeah, always always hang out with TeamSpeak. Um, WoW is one game I never got into, but it sounded like it was. It was once an awesome community. Yeah, it was once once an awesome community.
1: Once, And um, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you, I'm going to get I'm going to get wrecked for this because this is going to be saved as a podcast. But I'm going to say it out loud right now just to let everyone know my stance. I love World of Warcraft for what it was back in the day, but I'll never forget. I used to watch BlizzCon every year and there was Mm -hmm. a guy called Sam Didier. He used to be like a producer or something at um Blizzard, a really cool guy. He looked like a wizard, he's kind of a husky beard, long hair, and all like that. He yeah. was in their, their like mock band, you know, the elite Toran chieftains and stuff. Oh, geez, he yeah. was like the singer for that stuff, but anyway. Um, someone asked at BlizzCon, Hey, are you ever going to put Pandarans in the game? And I'll never forget his answer. He says, No, no pandarens are there as a joke we might like throw a pandaren character into the game but we won't have pandarens in the game he says when you see pandans pandas and he didn't even say pandaren he said when you see pandas in the game you know we've run out of ideas
0: Mm. and now there's pandas in the game
1: (laughs) two expansions later sam was gone they brought in pandas I'm like i'm done that's it okay after so Cataclysm, I'm like, this is so broken. I can't play this anymore. And it, it actually broke my heart. But I told everyone in like our guild all splintered off and stuff like that because a load of people had the same attitude as me. It's like, this isn't the same game anymore. They ruined the uniqueness of the classes. They ruined – they made everything homogenous, which made it pointless. It's kind of – they're like, oh, but we need everyone to have access. Yeah, but, you know, it's kind of ruins the point. You know, yeah. that's why everyone's gravitating towards Elden Ring, because, like, it's hard. You're showing off, so it's like, oh, I got this sword, because you bloody earned it. It was tough to get, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man, I was gonna say something. Oh, yeah, like, with World of Warcraft, they're like, oh, hey, pandas, yada, 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 and then they're like, how do we fix this? Oh, wait, let's go back to the beginning, and now they have WoW Classic, or <sighs> or whatever, the mode, and Burning Crusade Classic, and I'm sure there's going to be Lich King, Lich King Classic if it's not a, if it's not I already. don't want to burn
1: anyone because I'd say there's probably some really nice developers that are working really hard. Oh, yeah. Blizzard. But when you're talking about the upper management and the bosses, when your old game that it doesn't exist anymore that you had to re-release is doing better than your proper game, maybe you've made some missteps. Mm-hmm. That's all Mm -hmm. I'm saying. When Classic has had such a thing. And uh, Grums on Twitter was saying, like, he was pushing for Classic for years. He always thought that should have been a thing. He was one of the head developers on it. But, you know, what you do from that is instead of lamenting the loss, you take from these lessons to learn for the future, which is what I wanted to talk about in how we're building a community for Deadhouse. We already have one. If you haven't, go join the Discord. There'll be links below, deadhouseanata.com. They're all over the place. Um, what have we got as a community now? Because right now we're mildly inactive because we're waiting for new things to happen. And there is new things coming, as Dennis would say, soon, you know.
0: Soon, See? TM. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I I'll I'll be honest. Uh, uh, I have not been very active within the community myself because I am still waiting for news. And, um, I have jumped on the forums occasionally and I've seen some posts and I do, I do, uh, lurk in the discord every now and then. Um, and like, it's like props to props to, you know, people in the discord still being active. Um, but I think the thing is, I, the thing is I've, I've seen most, most, and that I love the most is that every single time I jump back in the discord and lurk just for a minute, there is always someone new who is joining and everybody, within the discord community right now is always welcoming to them and yep. giving them <clears throat> and giving them the updates and and answering the questions that they have and everything like that new lore come out yet
1: any uh, new lore come out yet there will be the radio plays which is the the lore so there's the community ones that are being released at the moment there should be a new one uh, yes. very soon but in regards to the like the official story ones, as we'll call them, the, the Alaric Chronicles, we'll call them. Yeah. Uh, Alaric Chronicles. They're nearly done and they'll be coming very soon as well. So once you just uh, wait to the end of the community ones and they'll come in and these are going to be long. I think they're like, yeah, they're, an hour they're working so. on it.
0: I, uh, I constantly see George, even though I know he's he's not complaining about them i constantly see george complaining about them like (laughs) oh hey it just got done with a 20-hour work day in the booth and boy is my voice tired (laughs) so like props to you george uh, for sticking with it if you ever end up seeing this this episode or listening to this episode Varric
1: and wyvern both had it yes yes Yes. props to you
0: props to you Varric. kick ass dude kick ass way to go Varric. uh yes yes yes, (laughs) all of you got all the recent okay people who are listening to this or watching this um get on the uh the dead house youtube or the dead house sonata spotify the community ones by Varric, the uh the blood maidens i think is Varrick's. um uh wyvern tamer had the like the book of the necromage or something kick-ass like title like that and tumultuous they've racked up the views they're in like the thousands awakening Yes. Yes. They are in the, uh, the thousand, the thousand view mark. Um, and they are good. Like, like uh, that. I got. Great, I got really angry about.
1: when Varick submitted his because I was writing something very similar, and I was like, I can't put that up now. Yeah. It's is yeah. like we both oh, had man. a very similar idea, but his he got he got to it first. And his a little better than mine, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. let Varick do that. So
0: one. so props to you guys, and they're actually they're actually good. Like that's what I like about the community stuff that's submitted. That it's all been really good so far. You know, and I think um, it only strengthens like the little the little lore that we have for dead house within dead house. It's because, oh, hey, that's canon now. That's in the lore. That's community thing. It's really, really cool. That's
1: a really interesting question, Teviljan. It says, where are the community radio plays rated regarding the to stamp to lore approved like uh, somewhat or no, just not at all. That I am not in a position to answer, but the devs will point out to you when something is used. But what I think is going to happen is you will see references to things in game and stories. That's what I've been told. If it gets used in the game, it is canon. If it does not, it is not. That's subject to change. I, You can't quote me on that one because, again, it, lots of game development, lots of things change all the time for mm. various reasons, whether it's time constraints, technicalities, all sorts of things like that. And while we're on the topic, I'm just going to drive Temujin nuts for about two seconds here. Uh, if you want a bean, my friend, uh, go look at my profile on the forums. That's oh. just to uh, that's just to annoy Tambleton. Calypso knows what I'm talking about. There, don't worry views. about it.
0: Yes, I believe Wyvern Tamer, you got a thousand views on yours. Yep. Yeah, I I haven't. Well I mean, last time I last time I looked, I, I will I, go I check. Those, I, yeah, I'm checking right now. Also, um, yes, I know why. I know, uh Varick, you you skyrocketed up to the
1: thousand. I views. think Varrick has the most. varric has
0: 1.9 1.9 thousand views. Holy cow! For, 1. 1. 1.9 k
1: views dang dude i just picture um, varic like spam emailing everyone yeah. he has ever met or ever known everyone's getting like those yeah. emails like
0: a slow awakening i want to say that was that was yours right wyvern yes. tamer um yeah. that is almost to 500 so you're getting there and then uh bishops i think you know tumultuous tumultuous was the ancient tablet
1: Turmulgen. yeah
0: right yeah that yeah. is also in the 500s is about to it's about to reach 600 so whatever algorithmic magic um blood maidens of the red lady did i think probably just because it's vampires people love what was vampires. the
1: other one? there was another one because I there was the
0: another one uh that is i was gonna say chains of truth but that is uh that's, that's a community a, a stream community community stream where'd it go bishop had one also a while ago maybe where is it art reveal maybe it's only on the spotify i can't find it but yeah they're um they're racking up they're racking up views guys so way to go yeah way to go guys i've
1: got to, i've got to be running through to find all of these now
0: my lord yeah. my lord, submission is like 90 percent
1: uh, 80% luck, 80 luck stumbling into the idea that just resonated with people apparently and 15% shiny helping me translate the idea to paper.
0: <laughs> uh, Maidens probably is also a algorithmic triggering term now. Oh
1: yeah,
0: oh yeah, you're right. Because of Elden Ring, <clears throat> because of Elden Ring, that's also true. Um, Praise shiny, um, but mostly the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Maidens is maidens is probably triggering for the algorithm. Yeah. That might be it too. Um. But yeah. No. Uh. I think that's what I do like about the community stuff, and that's what I like about your guys's stuff is one that it is good, and B, it's community, and C, um, it it has a chance in my in my head canon anyway. Any stuff that's been officially put onto the deadhouse, Sonata YouTube or Spotify's is canon. You know in my in my head canon um it's canon
1: Be <laughs> fair; they're all so well written that yeah, i can't they see could, that they're not going to be they, sprinkled they there, could there within be the canon and not actually interfere with the main stories You know, they would be perfect as like like side side stories. Yeah, because none of them directly affect any of the main characters or any of the main plots and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one of the key parts to doing any type of fan fiction or any type of addendum to stuff, like when you're doing expanded universe, like with Star Wars and all like that, if it fits in without messing with already established stuff, it works perfectly, Mm -hmm. which is a great thing. Although no one knows what the established stuff is, so they can't mess with it, which is small benefits, but I think everyone's dying to know where... Alaric goes next what happens
0: yeah i'm i know it's on it's on my list of like i can't i kind of i've kind of been jonesing for them to come out so i've been re-listening to the old ones like i think i've i listened to season one in it's in full like a month or two ago uh
1: just i listen to season one at least once a week
0: yeah and i try to i try to share them with all my friends too that's the other thing share all this stuff around i mean i know you guys do (laughs) but anybody who stumbles across this if you guys do end up finding Deadhouse house nada and, and finding the lore interesting please share the lore around share Deadhouse whispers around share whenever you can <clears throat> you know it's part of expanding and community when,
1: when the game is finally out i'm going to roam every single library in the dead house game to see if i can find out if there are books about an ancient tablet Well, I can tell you, you will probably discover a lot of ancient tablets in the game, probably. (laughs) Judging by the way, Alaric's been digging around in things. Mm -hmm. So, like, in in regards to that, like, we as a community for Deadhouse, it's gotten pretty strong, even though it's not as, like, daily active, active on a daily basis. It's because I think... Some people just get busy with other things, but we still have a lot of members. There's over a thousand people in the Discord. Yeah, And
0: that's exciting.
1: And even though they're quiet, everyone's very helpful and friendly to chat out. Cause I've seen like, even in the last few days, there's been people coming in saying that they're, they're fans of Dennis's work, they're fans of the Legacy of Cain series, and just sharing their, their experiences with it. And I think when this demo gets out and more people get their hands on it, I think there'll be a lot more excitement around it which should be very soon tell me what you think after your first look i was unfortunately unwell mm. but what did you think of the video from the stream
0: oh of uh, the uh, the the demo the, the gameplay yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i even made a video my own of it um mm-hmm. yes everybody go check that um, out Calypso. below Calypso, yes check everything down below links for all that stuff i did make a video on it um i was surprised at how, <laughs> like, Nostradamic, uh, uh, accurate, I was in my predictions, and and how and how we were in our predictions. Like so, so for the demo, uh, Mike in our in our last episode, I believe, um, Mike asked me, "Oh, hey, what would you like to see for the demo?" I was like, "Well, give me more blood, give me dismemberment, and give me like, a, a, the, a really early tarot card system, uh, look, right." And guess what? For the demo, we actually got more blood, a dismemberment system, and an early tarot look at, uh, ensanguinate or something. And almost um, it, like it's, something new. Yeah, almost. And it looked it looked so, so cool. Like like, I will say for for a really early engine for o 3 D still being in development, um, the visually it looks good. The particle effects and everything look really cool i even though the ui is like placeholder i still <laughs> actually liked the the look of the ui um the user interface for like the, the i think the plan for that is up.
1: going to be that um now again don't hold me to this but i remember dennis saying before that he'd like the idea of you being able to change it So there will be the standard UI of the game, but you can alter it, not just in settings, you can do like a minimalist type view and stuff like that. But like, I know it had come up in discussions before, if that would be a perfect item shop cosmetic. yeah. You know, to be able to buy like different kinds of weird layouts or any kind of UI. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would
0: love that. I would love that, like different themed UI. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I would like, uh, I mean, I'm sure it'll it'll happen maybe um, for each class to have a different looking UI depending on what class you're playing like the vampire ui is vampire themed the lich ui is lich themed um i remember back in in one of the early streams uh we got a look of the the vampire ui i think or just an early version of it where it's the red lady holding a statue or whatever holding the orbs and depending on what state you're in she actually physically moves to hold this orb up or cradle it like a baby or you know uh hamlet that that thing you know for the ui and i I would still like to see that happen but i'm also fine with a minimalist ui i would like i know it's it's not possible i don't think with the type of game but i i I expressed i would like a diegetic ui where there is no ui and the ui is on your character and and within the game world itself you know um they do it for some possible, other games
1: that i don't know how possible that would be it's a good yeah, idea with the type
0: of with the type of game i think Dead house would need to become more of a slow slow paced sort of different type of game it would need to be a different type of game to have something
1: what i honestly would prefer die- is, diegetic within game what i'd honestly prefer is like nick's 90 now this would be my personal one cuz i know not a lot of people like this but i'd play through for like two or three hours with the cool ui the way it is and then i just nix the ui just get rid of it just have it where yeah. i can pull up what tarot cards i have for my hand and yeah. be able to like toss them away and then in the bottom corner just have three bars like the opposite of dark souls at the top maybe put it in the bottom of the screen and just have my three bars in the corner because i like to see everything i yeah, want to be able to see too. the whole game and look around i want to see if there's a guy coming up to my back on my back right or on my back left you know when you can turn around and fight and stuff so i love that and uh, i'm a screenshot junkie i don't know if anyone's ever oh, no. seen my instagram yeah. uh go follow me on instagram Facebook, yep. mike. Uh it's just video game stuff i may or may not be posting dead house stuff in there sometimes
0: faceless mike the photographer <laughs> um you buy equip one and get it get it get bonus, bonus for, for, for playing, like, playing it. like it oh that'd be cool like i've been playing uh i've been playing. The god of god of war 2018 on pc Great. and it runs like a dream and it's so good um something something like like i like the god of war ui because you can turn the ui completely off and you can still visibly see what's going on within game like when kratos is losing health it does the classic, you know, things start to lose color and turn black and white, and there's a little red vignette around when you're like low on health or whatever. So that's how that's how you know you're low on health, right? And if you're if you have full health, you know, you just can see all the color. You have a little gem on your back or something um, that shows you how close enemies are. Um, to their vicinity and if they're behind you it flashes red or whatever and you also have your boy saying oh hey look up behind you look to the left of you so you know enemies are behind or to the left of you if you're using a power up and it's completely gone you have no more power like like gems to use then the axe behind your back on your back isn't glowing at all and there's no indication of your rune stones because you have your rune stones on there that are faded or fully colored if you have a power up to charge them and you can slowly see them can like stuff like that. Like I would like to see that for dead house, you know, like to where you can turn everything off and you can still visibly see what's going on or like dead space where dead space has no UI and the UI is.
1: I all just, characters. I just get in, uh, <laughs> images now of Baron Eric. If you got it yeah. hey, like him. he's you. over here. He's over here. He's hiding. Come
0: yeah. Get him. <laughs> I love that. I would love that. That'll be great. Um, so like like yeah like that's what i would like to see for ui wise but otherwise the demo looked really cool i liked all the blood i like how it kind of coagulated and and sort of faded out but like just the fact that it was covering the entire like floor was amazing um the dismemberment was really cool i like the chipping away of the armor and the fact that heads went flying and stuff that was that was the coolest thing of talents more
1: more, More talk about the concept of talents and how we decide our tarot cards get filled out. He's talking about the major minor arcana that Dennis yeah. mentioned then about how like, you know, you know the way the back of the card will have nodes and stuff. Yeah. Be, there will be more details on this in the future. Um, I can't wait to find obscure cards uh, cards that people say are trash but if you mod it in a specific way it could enhance other tarot cards in a way that is broken. You're going to see a lot of that in Deadhouse because Dennis doesn't like the concept of a meta game. Which I, I completely agree with him on. I don't like the idea of you have to be this way in order to beat the bosses otherwise you're just doing it wrong. So if you have a vast amount of options and a lot of them are very heavy hitting, but for very specific places, as again, sorry about referencing it to Elden Ring, but I've been playing that a lot lately. But the idea of like, you know, you can play as a sorcerer, you can play as like a, a me, Unga Bunga build, you know, with the big sword and all strength, or, you know, all these various hybrids of classes, that's the way you're gonna have it with class, but that's also gonna be how your talents go. So let's say you're a lich, maybe a lot of your stuff is based on curses and dots, maybe you are just face melting with fire and ice. You know, mm-hmm. like there's there's so many different attitudes and ways you could go about it. And that's what I'm looking forward to seeing is how people do that. Because you know, within the first few weeks, people are gonna come up with some weird, bizarre combinations that even the devs didn't really consider that'll need to be rebalanced because they're just so broken. If yeah. you mix this ability with that ability, you just wreck everything.
0: Yeah, I've seen that uh, the the magic in Elden Ring might be a little bit too overpowered. It's
1: already got nerfed today. Oh, it did? Right. There was well, a patch today. There was an ability, which is an Ash of War, which isn't kind of magic. It uses magic, but you don't need magic to do it. They go onto your weapon. And it was a, a Hoarfrost Stomp or something. So basically, you smash the ground and a lot of ice went out and froze things. And you could just spam bosses with it and just wreck everything. Yeah. I didn't know that. I already picked it up the other day to try it out. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I was like, I'm not going to use that because I have my particular build, but that's really cool. And then they nerfed it. Like, it's still mm. really good, but it's just you can't You can't, uh, completely you can't one-shot lull, bosses. You can't lol cow bosses with the thing, you know? Elemental combos versus direct damage versus dots versus buffs, debuffs. uh, Just some lich build ideas that show variety. Don't forget, there's armor. Yeah, there is. Different characters have different types of armor. This will play a role.
0: It's going to be so fun to play around with the tarot cards. Um there will always be stuff to do, cards to find, combinations to play with. Yes, that's my Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Mike is holding up an actual <laughs> card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got, um, I got I got I got a whole deck of these. that's
0: rad dude that's rad um no i yeah that's what i'm excited for that's that's the cool thing about about dead house is that with this tarot card system it's going to be an endless endless thing and you know once you think you've discovered every combination there's going to be people coming in to discover new combinations it will never end and that's the coolest thing about the tarot card system apart from the, the obviously effects and the leveling up and the skills and stuff like that um, is that it will like just the combinations are literally endless. Card, Card one and is- seven are trash. Oh really? I found this cursed weapon that increases fire damage and life gain by fifty percent, and I just soloed. Insert some dungeon here. Um, people fall, people fail often in full and man grounds. Yeah, like it's.
1: Here's an interesting story to that, and I could see this happening in. Dead house. I could I could legit see this happening. So there's certain things that people haven't discovered in Elden Ring yet. That's well, a lot of people have discovered, but it's not like a lot of public knowledge yet. So, Elden Ring and most from soft games work very similar to Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. You go against the boss. It's tough. You summon someone else. It scales up. You summon a second person. It scales up. You know, it, the boss will scale in damage and difficulty based on the amount of people involved. So sometimes it's easier to go alone yeah i could see that happening in Deadhouse where there's dungeons where it's like this is a really tough dungeon i'm going to take four of my friends so there's five of us doing this dungeon and you just get wrecked because it would be easier if you just went alone yeah i could yeah. totally see that playing in as an unspoken unknown mechanic what do you think
0: i think i mean that's that's definitely a possibility i think uh one of my one of my favorite um things to watch or to look up anywhere on YouTube is a Conan exiles boss fights. Um, for anybody who doesn't know Conan exiles is a survival game set in the, the world of Conan, the barbarian, um, beautiful game, gorgeous, aesthetic, love it. Great, great game. Um, but the solo boss fights are the coolest things ever because you have a stamina system and just seeing how these characters are built out or whatever. And the fact that they're, they're soloing, you know the death stalker or whatever uh as like the last boss or a giant snake or even when um even when they're when there's a god summoning a god and they can there's somehow you know being able to to literally knock a god down or kill a god or whatever within that universe is the coolest thing ever or seeing that how they build their forts and being able to take on this there is there's a thing in Conan exiles that's i think they're called the horde and um It happens uh, if you're if you're uh, like if you've done something too negative within the Exiles universe, an undead army, a giant undead army called the Horde or whatever will come and try to break down and destroy your base. There's people who've soloed that entire thing and they've managed to keep their base intact for Conan Exiles it's the coolest thing to look at and to like watch or whatever, especially how they do it
1: like <laughs> going to have to look at the video on something.
0: that yeah dude it's so cool um that i would love to see that for dead house also like something where oh hey you can you can you know uh group dungeon this with you know a lich a vampire and a and a revenant handful of ghouls. handful of ghouls. <laughs> but uh you could probably you know solo this as a as a souped up power revenant or whatever and it'll it'll be like that it's cool, I
1: like the idea. Well, if everything is murdering inside the dungeon, is it still stealth when you complain? Yes, if there's no witnesses and there's no one to tell anyone, that's still stealth.
0: Stealth is optional.
1: <laughs> I like I like the idea that by the way, I'm going to be using that frame of reference and that quote in the future from now on. What do you mean? Oh, just in a handful of ghouls. Get everything else in a handful of ghouls. <laughs> That'll fix everything. You know, it'll I, I'm curious to see because I foresee some really interesting bits in regards to dungeon runs for Deadhouse. like we're going to have yeah. communities you're going to get your standard communities we're going to have rp'ing people we're going to have just people that are just grouping together just to play the dungeons and have fun then you're going to get the creative ones so you're going to have the zerg rush ghoul guild you know that's just yeah. going to be like ghouls tearing through everything the speed and running community
0: is going to be nuts i have a feeling the speed running
1: community for dead
0: uh, ring speed running the dungeons are just going to be nuts Someone managed to get someone, it to down to like
1: 39 minutes.
0: That's crazy, man. That's crazy.
1: It was done I've, initially uh, as like a, under an hour. I seen a guy do it. I can't remember his name. You'll be able to find I him if you look it up online. Zerg yeah. Rush Vampire Guild. I could totally see that. Oh, totally for role-playing purposes. I could totally see like a, uh, just a Vampire Guild.
0: Yeah, definitely. Write? Yeah, the, the, the freaking the, the blood maidens of the Red Lady. I can totally see that as a guild right now you know
1: farak trademarking can see, uh, that on the forum as we speak yep yep <laughs>
0: hurry up hurry up before someone else does it
1: <laughs> so the idea uh, of pvp i dread a lot of pvp designs in mmos the original wow classic pvp system was cancer it's it left a lot to be desired i didn't like pvp in world of warcraft i stayed away from it on the other hand i actually really enjoyed it in warframe yeah a lot of they people do, didn't they do like they it.
0: handle it really well
1: i, I, I don't know if EDT... they handle it well but i really liked it but keep in mind i was playing on playstation so mm. that that can totally different your, there your totally. mileage your mileage may vary i like even on pc unless it's an fps game i will play with a controller yeah if it's an fps game mouse and keyboard obviously and you can't play like real time strategy crap with it gamepad like you need the mouse when you're doing any type of those games Mm -hmm. but for like action adventure games anything monster hunter stuff like that and with dead house i will be playing with a gamepad with an xbox controller and i've been adamant about that and pushing that into things like hey guys set up the controller support yeah set it up set it up like
0: that's a that's a thing um i i wonder uh oh damn i was gonna say something i'm i the thing that i I'm also excited for within the community apart like the PVP stuff sounds really interesting whenever that is introduced is seeing the builds that other players bring to fight you with or whatever is going to be really cool like oh this is mostly a, a like a debuff build or whatever but how is that how are you going to be able to kill me with a debuff build and then they do it it's how,
1: you <laughs> you've know. got that and then the what would you call it synergy I guess something the synergy like that. of how you'll get people working together yeah, because that like, that's going to be really, really interesting on in the way that goes because when you say like you've got a dot build, let's say and mm-hmm. then you have a revenant so the revenant's in there purely for tank and spank as we'll say come in broadsword, you know just wreck everything while there's two liches just dotting the hell out of everything and it's just yeah. all going to melt like and how those combinations will work together you know Yeah, yeah it's going definitely. to be phenomenal especially when you think of how high end it's going to be like end game stuff. So you've got high level spells, high level magic, high level damage and how that's going to be, which leads me to think that some of these bosses near the end are going to get pretty tasty and chunky. I wonder
0: they might, they probably will. It's, it's Dennis and, and Jack and the rest of the rest of the design team or whatever. Um, they will probably make, bosses specifically damageable only by this one one or two elements you know you know how basic boss fights have you know different stages right like in elden ring for example it might as well just call this an elden ring episode no um (laughs) in in elden ring uh, i know the first boss has like three different stages and it the way it changes up is kind of you don't see it coming i guess.
1: I don't want to spoil it for people, but there's a few of those where the, there's mild uh st- phases. So like phase one and phase two is just like he gets more powerful. <clears throat> yeah. And then there's other ones where the entire fight changes. Yeah. Everything like, I, I, could like, oh, I could crap. see that I
0: could see that for Dead House. I could see that for Dead House, but it's it's aligned to a certain tarot system. I I already forgot trinary archetype system it's aligned to a certain trinary archetype system so you start off in the red and then it switches up to the green out of nowhere and then it switches to the blue or the yellow or the purple or whatever like like uh i could see that for boss fights so you'll definitely either need to come super prepared if you're soloing it um with a kind of a jack of all trades build or uh, vampire. Direct vault, direct vault, yeah, vampire build or character i just i just or, had the image when you were saying uh, that of a
1: revenant uh, you go in and it's like ha 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 I can, you know you get through like phase one of the fight and then you know ha, yeah. ha, i can only be damaged by magic Revenant just slam the sword out. Well then f you i'm going home yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: okay bye uh see you and in- i'll come back i guess see ya
1: <laughs> i'm gonna come back with a lich and i'm gonna beat you
0: yeah yeah okay you stand over there i'll go home
1: he only takes right. magic damage, Revenant grabs Lich by the foot, <laughs> just starts beating, starts beating him <laughs> with the
0: It's That'll literally
1: our Universe's Hulk smash.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hulk smash. That would be great. That would be great. you
1: think the idea of a magical tattoo? Being a good idea for high level, you can fix effects, only have one, but it can be changed later if you decide. That is really interesting. So, I, uh,
0: that's actually a really good idea. I'm going to steal that.
1: <laughs> steal that idea. Think, think about that idea because you could do that with the undead. So, in other games, again, Elden Ring, of course, but any From Software game, you know, you've talismans or something that you wear as a charm. But since we're dead, you could literally carve it into you. Yeah. So it'd be like a brand or a tattoo. I know I'm leaning a bit heavy on Berserk here. Forgive me, I've only said it recently. Oh, I will. Um, But you could have a brand, yeah. And it would be really interesting because they could be, you know, based on, you know, maybe minus 10% magic damage. God, what game
0: did that? that. What game did that? Did Fable do that? Did Fable do something similar to that? I know you could do tattoos in Fable, but were they attributed to stats? Were this this tattoo no i don't debut. think it
1: was in fable but fable I, did have it, a thing it, is when you become really magical you got magic tattoos okay okay
0: gosh there, there is something. is there a game that does that i don't actually there, do has I've ever, there i don't actually shadow but, man yeah this
1: one is related
0: Sha- shadow me. man does that yeah shadow man does that but that's you it's funny is in shadow man you collect the dark souls and then uh it increases your health or whatever and you you get it's it doesn't it's not represented in because it was like low poly and crap but like uh there is little markings or whatever that show up occasionally in your diary and everything that, yeah uh oh uh, no never mind that's a different game i'm thinking of yeah i don't think i've ever seen or heard of a, a game really that does magical tattoos attributed to like spells or powers or whatever
1: no i know i've seen it somewhere before but there's it's something very yeah vague. It's,
0: yeah there's something
1: That'd be really cool. Like, watch this. We're gonna finish this now. It's go. Do it was this. Yeah, was, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: I played. A, I played a little bit of Hunt Showdown earlier before this, uh, for this episode before, during this episode. Um, great game, everyone. Please go play Hunt Showdown. It's very difficult. It's the learning curve is very long, very hard, but it's so fun. Um, and I was like, you have magical tattoos on your hands, but no, no, you don't. That'd be really cool, though. That'd be really cool. Um, D D has released that that with tasha's cauldron magical tattoos you Hmm. only have one magical tattoo but you can also have one magical brand you get branded permanently and then you get a magical tattoo that can change up maybe
1: let me guess the tattoo artist is a weird goblin down some back alley (laughs) in like where was 50 bucks yeah 50 bucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I went Get outside the, the line.
0: Sorry, it's going to mess up. No, Get in the um, chair. Actually, that'd be really cool, though. That'd be cool.
1: There goblin? I is there a goblin if... in
0: Dead House? There probably will be goblins, maybe.
1: There's been no mention of anything like that in the lore. So I far, mean, we've ghouls, only got...
0: Ghouls could be, you know, high-profile high, high profile goblins, sort So of. far, we've
1: only got humans, the dead... We know there's giants. We know there's dragons.
0: A quest chain to unlock the magical tattoo. Yo, Termogen, jump on the forums and write this down, man. This is a really cool idea. Like, that'd be a cool (laughs) suggestion.
1: If there's dragons, there must be goblins, right?
0: Yeah, there's got to be. There's got to be. Watch once we get a hard, con- a hard confirm from Dennis, goblins
1: no goblins. Could be, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get the DM going. Shut up, like there's no goblins. Yeah, goblins could be a member of another house. That's a really interesting. Yeah,
0: topic. I forgot about that completely. Yes, yes, we have giants. We have goblins. Goblin
1: house. If there are giants, are there dwarves? This is not high fantasy. I don't know how we're going to work this.
0: Well, I think the giants <laughs> in here are more, are more. I was gonna say traditional giant, but that's not a thing. Um,
1: <laughs> As opposed to these neo modern, yeah, these,
0: <laughs> yeah, these contemporary giants. Um, God, <clears throat> I think uh, I I think that'd be that'd be cool if there were goblins. But like, it's gotta be a cool twist on goblins, you know? Like, like I could I could really see you know a, a funny kind of jokey sort of thing for the goblins either they're very uh gosh what was that game over overlord yes overlord i can see the goblins being like the ones in overlord pikmin if pikmin level,
1: dwarves pikmin level elves have to then be a thing too theoretically yes but again i don't know if this is high fantasy or not this is as dennis put well, it grimdark
0: yeah there's there's that kind of stuff in grimdark it's very yeah there's that kind of stuff but they're you know they're always evil and they always try
1: to kill you very evil very nice very evil yeah they're always <laughs> evil and
0: they try to kill you so yeah i gotta huh that's something so to look the into non-human
1: house there probably will be non-human houses yeah i can see that because i don't think like humans aren't a house Humans are a minor house, if what I remember from Dennis. Yeah, a minor house would be a subsect. They don't officially belong to a house, but they would have been descended of that house, Mm -hmm. if you get me. Yeah. Uh, Which sparks the question, what is a house? It is our community. How do we build this? How do we get them to come? Build it and yeah. it will come. If you that build the original, it, will come. That's the original topic of the stream, but we've deviated. But the general point yeah. is still the same of what is it that makes a good community? So quick rapid fire, Calypso, you discover a new game. It looks really cool. It's online. Give me three things that it would need to have to make it a good community.
0: Um. I, I was mean, going to go positive.
1: five, but we'll start with three. three I'm taking yeah. suggestions from you guys. What do you think? What does community a need community need to have?
0: I think something, something like well, welcoming. Welcoming, I think, is number one. Like a welcoming community that helps you get adjusted, that will answer your questions, that will uh, help you out gameplay wise. Uh, to throw back to Hunt Showdown, the Hunt Showdown community is at one point the most helpful community on the planet. But at the other point, the most toxic thing you've ever run into, because like, you know, oh, I've been playing HUD since early access in 2016. And like, um, and like I'm level 50 and, you know, I can kill I can kill anybody in like five seconds. And like, it's very, uh, very much that, um, you know, you have your 13 year olds who are just very old Xbox gamer days. Um, but then you have as the someone other, other team. As
1: someone who used to mod on Twitch, I know exactly what
0: yep. you mean. Yep. And there is, uh, but at the other, at the other end of the spectrum, uh, cry, cry tech who works on it are also very helpful and will answer your questions and give you tips. And, um, the, the helpful community for the hunt showdown community is very, uh, here's some strategies. You kind of got to program into your brain to get better because it's a very challenging game. Very challenging, very challenging. Can't stress that enough. <laughs>
1: So story, story building. building is one suggestion. I like that. That's yeah. definitely a key thing because there's oh, a lot of lore I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like I don't like bad badmouthing games, but I'll give you two basic examples just off the top. <clears throat> I really wanted to get into New World. I was hyped for that game i thought it would have been really cool i didn't think it was going to be really huge or anything but i thought like this looks really interesting i want to get in into- yeah
0: it still looks it still looks good what happened with new worlds
1: <sighs> dude i've played through a lot crash of that, and burn like, already and no it's kind of doing the mmo thing of stabilizing out into its kind of niche area that it won't be as big as the other ones but it's still it's okay it's doing fine yeah but Dude, I went like 20 hours in. I couldn't tell you what was happening. I couldn't tell you the name of an NPC. I wasn't too sure what was going on, and I cared even less. Uh, Like, that's not a good way to do it. Meanwhile, in Elden Ring, I am scanning and searching every item I find, looking at the environments because there's stories being told just with like what has happened in the environment. Like, you see an NPC, and then you see the scene near them and and you can put the story together Mm -hmm. just by looking at it and then you talk to them and they give you some exposition and you're like okay this happened then this and then so like any bit of story and i i'm glad to say i haven't need to watch any videos from vati yet to Mm -hmm. actually figure out what's going on because he hasn't really made any and then temeljin's got one uh here is it one welcoming of noobs and willingness to help them very important Two, yeah. the possibility of catching up eventually if you invest the time, yes. And three, the gameplay. Well, the, the gameplay, gameplay uh, yes, but the it gameplay that should sort
0: of draws you in, you know, yeah. that's what that's what really gets you in there. The, um,
1: the possibility of catching up. So here's the thing with that, right? There's two aspects to that. I think you should be rewarded for being the first people in the door and for spending an awful lot of time playing. That being said, I don't think that someone that has been there, let's say I'm there for day one of Deadhouse. I play Deadhouse all day, every day for like the first year of the game's out. Then let's say I take a break for six months and someone else comes in like literally the day I log off for like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time I come back, they should be able to be as powerful as me. No, they wouldn't have had the experiences I've had and all, but we should be able to run together with the same power. They should not be lacking anything I have other than like, let's say cosmetics or rewards from stories, stuff like that. Nothing game breaking, power changing or game altering. Yeah. You know, it should just be anything that makes me better than you should just be showy off stuff. A funny cloak, a cool hat, an interesting emote, maybe a cool looking mount or something. It shouldn't be like, I will always be better than you because I got this item you can never get. Mhm. That's what I think the possibility of people catching up that should be important. And then Wyvern's got a uh, welcome a place to talk, no limitations on catching up. Yeah. Basically what I yeah, was. That's good there, too. Yeah.
0: That's good too. A place to a place to talk is something I like. I like that a lot because uh if you like if you sold an item on the auction house while you were offline, the item was sold but you didn't get the gold well done devs oh
1: oh that's new world uh,
0: that's new world uh i'm sorry new world um (laughs) no a place to talk a place to talk is is great because and that's something i've noticed i think with all communities be them single player games or online or online um is that a place to talk is always there and uh you have you know you can talk about your experience of oh i just did this really cool thing here's a little video clip or uh it's something I think that brings it back to what Dennis said in the very beginning with, with dead house is that they're trying to create narrative. It's like, how can you create narrative out of an online game? Because the narrative is you talking about the game itself, talking about your own personal experiences and story. Um, Like those are stories that, that they're, they're your stories. They're your experiences. And that is what kind of expands upon the world of dead house or any other game.
1: Um, i don't general. buy that hey. no i'm not i'm not disagreeing with what you're saying but i don't buy that you know when they say like oh you can't have narrative in a multiplayer oh yeah no why i don't not? buy that
0: either yeah why, why not, not?
1: You can have stories. You can have, like, go to NPC A, they send you to place B to kill enemy C and go yeah. to A again and all. It's just got to do with writing. That's just pure laziness on the game developers' part. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to put in stuff like that, like Elder Scrolls Online. I know a lot of people don't like it. Some people love it, some people don't. Man, the stories in that are really cool. I've had some really interesting adventures in that game, and that's an MMO.
0: Yeah i guarantee you here's here's something i guarantee you uh if cyberpunk 2077 turned out to be an mmo instead of a single player game which i think they thought about doing but then they canceled it um or they're still working on i don't know they're trying to do a multiplayer thing it's very weird i don't know what they're doing um but if cyberpunk 2077 turned out to be an mmo instead of a single player game but it was the exact same game um you went through the exact same main quest as everybody else um you know your v or your character and then all the side quests were the same side quests i guarantee you someone would be there would be some article or some news oh wow cyberpunk 2077 is the first mmo with narrative with a strong narrative or something but it's like warcraft that's the thing. World of Warcraft has an incredibly strong narrative. It's just you have to play and find out. Relatively, yeah. anyway. Um, Warframe
1: as well. Like granted, you have to yeah. you know commit 60 is... to 80 hours just to get to started. I know they've done yeah. that a lot now, but back when I was playing it like full on, uh, that had some of the most amazing stories in it, and they were incredibly written and incredibly well performed. Yeah, you machine, can have a strong you narrative within, games, to get within a lot of the game within any game together.
0: Yeah, you can have a really strong narrative that pulls you in that makes you feel like you're playing a single player game or whatever with with a really great single player story driven narrative that's online. It's just you need to have the story there or like writing there in the first place. Any anybody who or any game that's like, Oh yeah, it's a it's an MMO and they don't do and they do simple text based fetch questy stuff, like that's bullshit. You can you cannot have that and you can have more single player focused or star driven focused missions within your mmo it's just you got to commit and you got to do it you know
1: and like like uh
0: uh, go ahead i completely forgot what i was saying go what
1: you were saying before is we were talking about like social areas and social hubs now that's an important part in most games but sadly nearly every game has them that has online features like warframe has relays uh mm-hmm. fantasy Star line has like you know the main station everywhere has these things not many games utilize them as much as they did before because i remember like full-blown conversations going on in world of warcraft in like inns and taverns and main cities and stuff but yeah. you don't see that as much anymore in games i think it's I don't know. It's strange. Is it got to do with people would prefer to like type on a discord server? Maybe they prefer to chat in voice chat. I know that's very dependent on me. I don't know if I'd want to jump into voice chat in yeah. some communities, but you know, how, how does that go? Because I think you're going to see social areas that will be a dead house. It will be really interesting. Funny part is I'll see you all there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all, all going to be there. Anybody who stumbles across this, we're going to be there. Everybody in our chat is going to be there pretty much. Um, I promise you all, I
1: will make one weird character that I will call Faceless Mike, and I can make sure I can reserve that name, um, so that you can all come up and annoy me and talk crap in the game, and we can yep. do so. But yep. not violating terms of service.
0: Yeah, there will be a Calypso. Hopefully nobody will copyright me on that. <laughs> David Jaffe, please don't copyright me for using the name Calypso. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna to go full out of just after deciding it there. Now I just thought that the best way to do it as well, go Faceless Mike, it's going to be a wraith. Mm. <laughs> I, sense, I,
0: no. I want to have a. Normally, when I play games, I either go warrior or wizard or cleric. Um, every time I have a cleric character, I name him Pardue the Holy Man. Pardew. So, because I can't Pardue, I am Pardue the Holy Man. Um, uh, that's actually from uh, a, there's a really old Tom Hanks movie called Mazes and Monsters, mm-hmm. and it, it was released uh, during the height of the D satanic panic
1: oh um, lord thing.
0: so uh they made a movie uh, called mazes and monsters which was a parody of dungeons and dragons and tom hanks played a regular like college kid uh, but his character was pardue the holy man and every single time he introduced his character he was like i am pardue the holy man um and that's where i got that name from but i want a lich i want my lynch my did lich to ever, be pardue the holy
1: man did you ever watch the actual dungeons and dragons movies <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, I actually that that's one of my guilty pleasures. The Dungeons
1: There's Dragons
0: a waves in it for Yes, there is. That is one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> the musical, the musical score for that movie is amazing. I think the the sets and costumes for the time are really good. It's
1: just it's one of those like, that's so bad it's good. Yeah,
0: I feel bad for the director because the guy who made it had a lot of passion for fucking Dungeons & Dragons. It's just they gave they gave him a shoestring budget and like six months or whatever to hammer it out. So he did what he could. you know what I mean? I wish he would get to remake it or whatever. and like <laughs> get a, get Yeah, that deserves a remake. That would be It totally does. It totally does. Of my hey, favorite maybe movies. with the
1: rise of things like Critical Role and stuff like that. Maybe, you know. Yeah.
0: These Critical Role been- has a freaking television show now. <clears throat> yeah. I can't believe that. I can't. That's crazy. Critical Role has a series now on so Netflix or something maybe. called like, I think Vox Populi or whatever is Critical Role, right? I think so, yeah. Check that out, guys. Critical Role, that Dungeons and Dragons uh, actual play with Matt Mercer and all these voice actors, has a Netflix series or something called Vox Populi, and it's just there.
1: Oh, I'll dangle it while you're talking.
0: Yeah, it's really crazy. Correct. Vox Machina. Thank you, Turmulgen. Um, Vox Machina is the... Yeah,
1: Vox part. Machina. The legend of yeah. Vox Ma- Machina or Machina, whatever way Yeah, you, One of those people that I don't know how to pronounce these properly. Yeah, Vox Perfect. Machina because it's Deus Ex Machina, but anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, that's
0: really crazy.
1: So, like, with the rise of stuff like that, it could do with a reboot. But on to the other part that we diverged again. We love dodging we topics. We
0: digress. Sorry, guys. We digress.
1: Uh, what would you think we should have to as I was pointing out that like a lot of things have social hubs? Many games don't have them successfully implemented because people don't use them. What would you need to use the social hub in Deadhouse? Calypso. And everyone watching, what um, do you need? What would make you go to the social area and be social in a game?
0: Um if it if it looks really cool, like if it looks yeah. really cool i'll i'll go like if i can go to yeah like come on F- faceless mikes faceless mike's uh background is the the red lady statue v- probably going to be a vampire social area um in game <laughs> it looks awesome there's, there's a whole it looks awesome.
1: there's a whole story about this lady yeah.
0: yeah yeah so something like that if it looks really cool if there's little if you get little bonuses for going into social areas like you know uh, a 5% increase in this or that, you know, to, to go in, um, would be, I think a a good invite to get people to join social areas or go in and chat or whatever, but the exact same time it can easily turn into a spam area where people just go and get the five and then they leave. So there should probably be like a time limit to where if you stay like, you know, 10 minutes or something, just chatting or five minutes in total, not, you know, all at once, but like in total going to the social areas, maybe, um, then you get a little 5%. Increase for like two hours or a day or whatever.
1: I'm something waiting like that. on that. You know, everyone just going in standing around hey, what's up? oh time's up. All right, yeah, see you later. Up. I'm off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something like I don't know. It could. There's got to be. I mean, even customizing, customizing social areas is really cool. So if you get, That's if you get guild areas and stuff around, you know, hey, come see my kick-ass vampire area or whatever, or my cool wraith area. Could be where merchants are like, like could be yeah, that too. Social it could like little hub areas, little. Little city hubs or vampire hubs, so like here's your merchant, here's your armor, here's your this, here's your that. Like um, like Novigrad in The Witcher, in Forget The Witcher the Shinjuku, 3.
1: the Shinjuku of that.
0: The uh, the the center, the center oh, of Novigrad. Novigrad okay. You it, okay, you see, I was going to it or this or we, that. We, got we did it. Episode. We did. You mentioned we got a whole, we, episode, all the whole Andy, episode without
1: you mentioning The Witcher. Now you said <laughs> it. I'll bring it up. Bring sorry, it up.
0: sorry, Ding Witcher again. <laughs>
1: Where's the the Witcher counter? Um, Novigrad is probably one of the most beautifully realized fantasy locations I've ever seen in any video game. Like the way it runs. If you're playing this on PC, on high specs, and everything's on Ultra. Now, it's great on the PlayStation. It's great on Xbox and all like that. But on that, the amount of population density. And people going around. It is one of the few times I have played a game where it actually feels like a vibrant, living city. Yeah, there's nothing worse in a game when you go into a city. It's like this is the city, and there's like eight NPCs. Mm -hmm. It's like eight people walking around, and I know certain parts of that are like graphical limitations and you know hardware limitations and all like that. But Novigrad, like you bump into people if you try to run. Like that happens in a real city, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh uh Rebecca says I'm still in Novigrad in The Witcher 3. The game is just so expansive. Um I've backed off cuz I feel like I'm drowning. Yes yes the witcher 3 is one of the only games where when i'm in a city area or something that's like a, a popular city area i feel like oh my gosh I'm, I'm i'm back in the streets of new york there's so many different people
1: getting, getting of freaking way. social anxiety playing witcher. yeah
0: seriously i get to like no i don't want to talk to you just let me run you over with my horse or like that. it's so they did a great job popular populizing that world With and it's
1: people. it's not just it's not just there Do you know oxenfort's the same like yeah. any of the places are the, the same seas. you go to even the villages if you count and yes i am that person there is the correct amount of people per house
0: yep yep yeah it's it then they're all and out. all they're they're doing, doing their own things. things when it becomes nighttime they actually all go in their houses and
1: sleep they've gone cool. from the cool. rain yes when it that's rains okay. when they, run they rain, it run the and try to hide in under things and no regret uh, yeah i mean drowning when thing? it comes to yes the no same oh. i am
0: uh i think the last time me and That's mike there. talked about it probably on our last stream i played mm. i'm like 80 hours into the witcher i'm almost 100 hours i've only got to the the vikingish area i say viking but it's really not viking Skellig.
1: Um, Skellig. Skellig. yeah i've got everyone has either a scottish or northern yeah, irish accent yeah it's, really, it's really jarring for me because my family's from northern ireland so like when i'm going and like this dude is clearly from glasgow and yeah. then you go over and this other bloke is like that's an Armagh accent i know that's my family it's like i like it's like Really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm back home. I just walked yeah. outside for a minute.
1: Like, <laughs> like, imagine you were playing like Cyberpunk and like everyone's like talking this, that, and the other, and then all of a sudden you hear like a real New York accent, like a oh really yeah, no. proper like Manhattan or Bronx like mm-hmm. accent.
0: Yeah. Uh, go to go to Skellig. Go to Skelliga. It's uh, Skelliga. it's great. Like it's it's uh oh Beware god, they did the such time. a good job with The Witcher Three. Um. Yeah, I'm 80 hours in and I'm only like, I think, a quarter in of the game's actual main story because I've just been doing side quests the entire time. And I I have it where I don't do fast travel because I want to be as immersed as possible. So that's probably where a lot of the hours go. Just actually traveling there, no fast travel, doing all the little side quests, telling all my <laughs> damn shit because I get overburdened. Um, Yeah, like it's so it's so good. It, they did a great you job. You
1: need bigger saddlebags.
0: Yeah, I think I upgraded yourself. that. I think I
1: upgraded that to
0: finally, and uh, I didn't know this. I found out you can buy. I think it was in, a, in an expansion or something. You can buy cool horse armor.
1: <laughs> you could buy horse armor for that. Much? has to be. That has to be a dig. That has to that, be. Oh, a
0: definitely, <laughs> definitely. Hey, buy this really fancy horse armor. It, it's get. It's got the best saddle bags and the best saddle and the best horse defense and fear everything. I'm like, oh wow. Oh wow. And they gave it to you for free. For free. <laughs> Thank you, C D project Red.
1: But yeah, so what else would you need in the social area? I do think it having a vibrant life like Novograd and stuff would be a, a thing. Well,
0: that's the po- that's the positive right there. The vibrant life will come from the community itself.
1: I do think and we need a certain level of NPCs, though.
0: All the hundred oh yeah, no, all the hundreds of people within that area walking around. Um is the community itself is the social area itself but also you know npcs and the npcs have to do something by this really good horse armor also comes with an entire expansion yes (laughs) um um, i think uh, all the i think the npcs if the npcs in the social areas I, i understand if they're there for flavor but if they aren't there for a good flavor and they don't actually do something beneficial to the game i think that's nice. I, but,
1: I man, that's definitely think you're correct. They need to have a point. Like the NPC shouldn't just exist there just to be an NPC. They should give certain like hints of dialogue. Like I think every NPC should point you towards something like mm-hmm. uh, from uh, story contexting. It's like, oh, did you go talk to so-and-so yet? Or it's like, oh, yeah. I hear out in the Western reaches. There's, you know, you know, things like that, like a contextual dialogue that's more than just basic flavor text. That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I and like too. have. You could have it key because Dennis's idea of having the greater metadata meta for like your characters where the game's logging what you're doing and reacts accordingly. So imagine oh, it's like, oh, you want to be careful going out to the Western Reaches. I heard there is blah, blah, blah. You come back later, you've kicked butt out in the Western Reaches. Like, oh, you actually went there? Is it true that, you know, and then the NPC like reacts to you like that. Uh, Rebecca, the quest lines I'm struggling with are the Baron and his family. Yeah, morally struggling with probably... Get used to it. There is never a right answer. That's something you're gonna yes, learn. Yes, I've, I've discovered no that right there is answer. no right
0: answer. I, I literally, I'm one of those guys. I save my files twice before I t- make a choice, and then I make one choice, and if I don't like the outcome, I make the other choice, and then I realize they both kind of shitty choices. So you gotta pick which which shitty choice is the better don't choice.
1: The lesser evil. That's
0: the yep point. yep the lesser
1: evil and getting dandelion out of prison, prison. I think. oh i hated that quest i i fucked
0: up so bad on that quest oh my I god just, i just oh I just my god it.
1: i rushed through the game just to get to dandelion because to me dandelion is the most important character in the witcher yes oh, oh Julia, yeah alfred pancron's yeah oh my dandelion's god. my favorite character man i still need um, to
0: watch season two of the witcher tv series i'm waiting for my friend and i have to keep forcing oh, her to try to watch it with there's me there's
1: so much that's funny bits with dandelion it is that's what i priceless. hear but i also
0: hear it, it differs so much from the source material that it's like you why is this even called the witcher now
1: let me put it to you this way. so much don't don't <clears throat> you read the books did you
0: oh yeah i've read all
1: the books yeah. forget that you played the games Forget that. Just enjoy it for what it is. This is yeah. for the further adventures of Geralt of Rivia. Just just yeah, think about it that is, way. Because yeah. if you start comparing it like I did to the books, you will be banging your head off a wall because it <laughs> went so dramatically wrong and changed things. Like technically, the first episode story is kind of a rewrite sequel to a story in The Sword of Destiny.
0: Yeah, that's what, so that's what I, I heard.
1: It's a sequel in one part, but then it's actually no, completely rewrite. changed because it's the first time. I, Without spoiling things, I can't explain it, but it's like a sequel and a rewrite at the same time. So yeah. if you understand that they've done that, just enjoy it for what it is, like the adventures of these characters, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. The quest. Oh, she said the quote, the Baron and the dale. See, that's. Uh, I think you just said you said this just now, Mike. uh With uh I, the NPCs actually pointing you to stuff. You know, oh, yeah. you've gone this way. Have you gone that way? <laughs> Flavor text like that is really cool, and I also think um, it's good for just hinting. If you if you come back, uh, to Deadhouse House like a month, like two months after, like yeah, later, I don't know you what forgot what you're what doing. Do do? Yeah, yeah, you can talk to an NPC. In in one of the hub areas, and they'll tell you what to do. And they're like, "Oh, hey, I remember you. You're that, you're that blah blah blah. And you were supposed to go do this. Remember? I even paid it, you for it or whatever." Yeah, it'd be hilarious, yeah, hilarious to, like, to hear Lord things.
1: Lord and going, "Didn't I send you so and so a month ago?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I that would be that would be the icing on the cake. Oh,
1: took you you're long enough. You're back already. already.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't think I would see you again. You kind of vanished there or whatever.
1: Yeah,
0: um I. Did, did we talk about this? Did we bring this up? I uh, I know Zorin and other characters are probably going to be the whole. You must go do this and do that and blah blah. Very much the uh, the Ariel and the Elder God in Soul Reaver um, stuff like that. But I actually want an Ariel and an Elder God. Um, I would love if you if you were a vampire and you went to the Red Lady and you kind of kneeled before the statue and then in your mind you heard her talking and giving you hints for quests.
1: So kinda of like the night mother in Elder Scrolls.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that. Kind of really kinda like interesting that. if
1: it turned out like How, that
0: how you went to uh, the Elder God in Soul Reaver and he would tell you what you needed to go or where you needed to do for your next quest. If you forgot, or Ariel, if you went to Ariel, she would provide you. But it wouldn't be outright telling you what to do. It would just hint you at what you need to do. Oh, and in the northmost reaches, um, your brother Zephon awaits, but beware of this. Spiders, (laughs) Spiders, <laughs> you know, something like that, like cool little stuff. You, like that I'd you, you ain't got
1: arachnophobia. <laughs> no, I'll go- no, I,
0: I am literally, I am scared of spiders because of Soul Reaver. But that's another story for another you time.
1: play Elden Ring. No, oh
0: geez, really? Is there giant spiders in that? Is the first boss a giant spider? Of
1: course.
0: I think it's that would a be a very technical, technical thing to do, as it's individually account based. Um, a journal uh, no, or something similar would be better, perhaps. A journal would be really cool, um, but I think you have a point there. Um, the way they can do that technologically, technological-wise, Rebecca, is uh, there's some. It's it's an individual scripting. So what you do behind the scenes, speaking from a, a gameplay and a programmer perspective, um, is you tick it. You have a little box you can tick or something you can write in your coding is if they have done this quest, which feeds on all this other data, then you play this message or you do this. Um, If you do it for this other data, then it plays this or it doesn't do that. Basically, like if you haven't done any of that, yeah, and if you haven't done any of that, then it's something else. Um, So it's, it's, and because each person is playing, and I'm sure there's only gonna be a finite number of things and main quests or side quests that, that every player can do, then you just have to copy that across all these player data and have yeah. it read it that way. It so it's
1: sort of limited. In, in one of like 10 possible things they can say and it will change based on you doing each thing. And that'll be a lot easier to do because keep in mind the, the core, core concept of this is being cloud-based. So yeah. those, that's just a case of getting George or whoever else is doing it in to record yeah. like long. yeah. So it's like, and how, how, it many, uh, server. You how know? many lines so, of
0: dialogue do you really you know? want to say for this? You know something something really cool uh so dead space is getting a remake but that's another story I for another see. time they just showed their audio so i think someone pointed out that the audio did it you know Res resident evil 2 remake did it and now the dead space remake is doing it depending on your damage state the voice actor or the character will sound a little different so I if you know
1: like that idea yeah. yeah
0: so if you're if you're just walking normally you're gonna be like hey how's it going if you ran a little bit you're gonna be out of breath uh, hey, how's it going? And if you're hurt and damaged, you're going to be like, oh, hey, how's it going or whatever. They can do that for Deadhouse too, where if you've been gone for two months or one month or 12 months or whatever, they can change the dialogue. But that's all just a matter of how often do you want the voice actor to record 10 different versions of this so we can feed it into our data, you know?
1: You've been like gone a lifetime. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's been, it's been 186 days specifically to this date and this time. Where have you been?
1: But they're definitely all things I think I'd like to see. I want to see. uh, I want to make it easy. Okay, here's my list. What? I want it to be made easy that I can play with friends or Mm -hmm. solo. We know that's it. But also to group up with randoms. Yeah. You know, so like kind of like the way Warframe does it. I can choose to queue solo or I can queue with people and stuff like that. I want there to be a social area and i want it to be relevant so how does that work you'll have like whatever ways you get the quests i'm assuming there'll be some type of hub or some characters you go to and all like that i do think one of the ways to do it is uh have you played warframe a lot over the last few years i Uh, have
0: not i've i've literally only played maybe the tutorial area like three or four times and then
1: have you ever gone to like the the whole cetus the plains of Eidolon, or on venus the the place so what happens is they've now world hub places where yeah, I, you bet I went to one of those and it was amazing yeah. and huge and gorgeous yeah. having having things like that so if you go to an area let's say we go to like the main city like anumat or whatever the main home base ends up being in yeah. that that when you first go there Like when you click into that node on the map, you just load into like the city gates and walk through the city or Mm -hmm. have whatever way it's laid out, the crypt, the underground, whatever, you know, having it like that and having the merchants and stuff like that. So when you go there, like, even though you might be in like, let's say your private crypt or whatever, when you load into the game, if you want to go there, you are all dumped into like the same open social area and have a purpose for being there. That will help a little bit of the socialization and, maybe between some type of uh, matchmaking systems or friendship systems where you can boost XP if there's people that you're not randomly assigned with. So if you group up with people before you go into a mission, maybe there's an XP boost or something. Um, That will encourage people to be more social. Plus, weight falls on us. We will have to go out and be more social and talk in the game. And that will create that will create that attitude because all of us who land in the first and second ages are setting the tone for what follows.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's very true. And, uh, with that, I think that actually wraps it up for this episode. So, uh, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for, oh man. Oh, Charlie horse. Ah, (laughs) Thanks thanks everyone for uh, listening and watching. Um, This has been Dead House Whispers, uh, Dead House Sonata Fan Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode uh, of Dead House Whispers, you can check out Dead House Sonata at DeadHouseSonata.com. You can check out everything. uh, All the socials are there on the Dead House website. I am Calypso. You can follow me on Twitter at NecroLibriatus or on Instagram at NecroLibriatus. And, of course, you can follow Faceless Mike on Twitter and Instagram at the Faceless Mike. Um and everywhere else. Also jump on the Discord and you could follow Deadhouse Sonata on Twitter at Deadhouse Game as well as Facebook. There's a Facebook, there's a Reddit, there's all that stuff. Um so yeah, jump on the Discord, join the forums. Um
1: if you jump a- onto the Discord or onto the forums, give us a shout out and tell them we sent you.
0: Yeah, that too. Um and uh with that, uh I've been Calypso and as always faceless Mike. And we will see you guys in the next one.
1: See ya.